welcome back, man. First smoke of the day. You already know it's episode 27. We got a real, real, real big one with this one. Here with my co-host, Blackleaf. It's Pat checking in. What's good, man? How you doing? Uh, I'm excited as hell, bro. You got your surfboard? <laughs> We're about to interview. We're about to lay down some tracks with the uh, the largest, in my opinion, the dopest, largest cannabis company in the world. Man, with no further ado, episode 27, welcome my dog, the Tenko. Boom. Talk to me, bro. Team 10. How's it going, everyone? I like that even your name has Team 10 in it, bro. Tenko, Team 10. Everything 10. 10. Yeah. That shit plays a long way. Yeah, for sure. And you came a long way. Yeah, for sure. A lot of people asking us for this episode, to be honest, bro. Like, a lot of DMs, a lot of people saying... You got to get this dude's story, man. He's got a real interesting path to where he's at now. And like, I mean, your reach, like, I just absolutely love it. Like the, the names and everything that go into it are so different from a lot of the other cannabis companies at first, even for me. And I'm a wide open sponge for this shit. I was like sushi mm-hmm. for weed. And then I, and then, and then I smoked the, the yellow sushi and I was like, holy shit, this is fire. And people were like, no, it's Skittles. And I was like, no, it's not. Yeah. And I'm as a grower, the you blue. can start telling the blue, the yeah. blue is so fucking wild, special. bro. Crystalled out. We just That's started to see right all now. these nuances, right? We started to see these like sushi, this sushi, that yeah. yellow, blue. And then there was a, a, unbelievable other little bro killing it right now. Thank you. Thank you very much, man. Yeah, it was a di- different type of spinoff to what's out there at the moment. Um, very different. Yeah, very different. And she's she stands out alone without the branding, which is important. And um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's been a great journey up until this point. Dude, and I mean, to start it off, everyone knows Team 10. I mean, and if you don't, I mean, you're lagging, bro. It's fire. Give us the first time you ever smoked, though, bro. I'd love to talk about that, to go back to that first time. Just young, to start. 10. Um, young 10. <laughs> young 10. Young 10. I think I was about 12 years old. Um, I already knew what it was just from uncles, my dad, cousins, you know. Uh, I was That was, like, normal to us. So um, I had a cousin who called me one day that invited me over, and um, I just remember sitting in his bedroom with his girlfriend and they had like Coca-Cola bottles on the table where they would kind of make a hole in the, in the middle of the bottle and then stick the joint. I started with a Coke can, like Coca-Cola can. (laughs) And this is in the UK. This was in the UK in London. And uh, I was, I was actually 12 years old. And I remember just, uh, just hitting it and just falling in love straight away. It was (laughs) amazing. Yeah. That was it. And that was it. Passion yeah. ignited. Yeah. And then it went, you know. What, what was it like growing up as a young, young man um, coming out of the UK? Um, I mean, everyone has a different childhood experience, I suppose. So like for me, absolutely. Um, I grew up with a single parent uh, household. Um, my dad was sort of in and out all the time. Um, so like I was like the older brother of two younger siblings. So I was always, uh, um, you had to be the man early. I was always responsible and, and sort of had to be independent to look out for them. Um, but yeah, childhood, um, because I didn't have like my father around like that too much. Um, I was always out on the streets and 
Streets raise you. Yeah, the streets raise me for Learning. sure. Yeah, I feel that. And uh, that's just kind of how it all happened for me, just just being with certain people. And, you know, like I had a lot of Jamaican friends that would kind of grow weed in the house on the yeah. window ledge. They would end up being mentors, guides. Kind man. of, yeah. Like, and that generation. Look after you. Yeah, they, they would always speak wisdom to us. So right. it was like a... a Guidance and you know, be careful out there type vibe. And oh, gee, that's dope. Yeah, yeah, for that's sure. Proper. That's for how sure. it's supposed to be. Do you remember the first couple of strains you were falling in love with? That first, like when you started hearing the first names coming around, you're like, man, so fucking cheese. <clears throat> when I think back, cheese came after, and so did amnesia. But before, before all the other names started coming around, we had, um, I know, like we had Afghan and White Widow, Whew. um, Jack Hera, um. Your AK forty sevens, strong strength. They were like your originals, you know. And Amsterdam was responsible for for all those um, coming to that, coming to where we were at. Yeah, big um, shout out the Dutch scene. The Dutch scene was crazy in the early two thousands, and uh, it still is. And um, yeah, so after as I grew up, um, I became the weed guy. Everyone knew me for. No, I always knew about uh, genetics and and stuff, so I was always a keen or I was keen on on finding new flavors and so um I mean yeah then it started to change as the years went by it was like sativa started coming into London quite heavily okay a lot of the old school growers were everyone grows up in in houses mainly and there was a lot of OGs that were around me that would you know bring bring these sativas to me you had like neville's haze um long long flowering strains too so you got a long commitment yeah which is rare to be honest for places where it's like highly like illegal back then yeah yeah to go like 90 days or 80 days most people like can we get something at 40 i mean i think back then i think um it was like not people didn't even know about other seeds to pop at at that time as well so it was like all the flowering seeds were available you had people didn't know people didn't want to grow regular seeds. They always wanted to grow feminized seeds because of less males, less males, yeah, less yeah. time. And yeah, I just uh, people kind of went that sativa route, and it became it was strong for so many years. I, I, throughout most of my childhood, we were smoking sativas. Different I love sites. that. Yeah. So that's I mean that that just shows you too where your preferences and why mm-hmm. certain strains now like Zushi has such a psychoactive, like almost like yeah. a sativa smoke. We, we always, boom. We was always used to like the heavy racing, pacing strains. So um, it wasn't until like probably the, 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 the more predominant indicas started coming around. That's when we started heading towards the, the couch lockers, stuff like that, you know, when OG came about and, you know, just kind of evolved from that. Yeah, man. OG was a big wave out there in the UK. OG as well. was a big wave. Sour, especially. Ooh, um, sour, bro. Sour. So like, um, yeah, sour. <laughs> it, me and sour go back a long time. That's every, at the time everyone was, you know, on the cheese, on the amnesia, and it was small selection, small group of us, um, that had sour in 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 the area, and uh, we were known. We were very well known for it, and. When when we started to work with with our, with the sour, um, that was really when the game changed and people people knew it wasn't just a any 
you're not gonna, you know, it wasn't just any type of weed yeah. that you could just go and buy. It was like if you, you have to know this person that knows me or my people or whatever, like to that, get that sour, to get that sour, and um, and then yeah, from then we started uh, processing it and turning it into into BHO, which was in my the opinion, best in the world, yeah, exactly, yeah. and that's what put us kind of like put us on the map in that in the extract world. And at this point, you're talking about your Amsterdam days. So, yeah. So, Amsterdam days. So, I was, so we're going in from London so to yeah, Amsterdam. I started very young. I was yeah. smoking very yeah. young. Um, and then, I, you know, by the time I was 16, 17, I was going to Amsterdam um, and not even being allowed in the stores, just kind of going with, I had a lot of older friends. Right, with older Which is homes. in the culture. I mean, for sure. you're not, you weren't the only one. Yeah. And you're not the only one still, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. And that's we how it goes. were just there, yeah. and I'm yeah. like, yo, where are you kids from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, UK love Amsterdam. This is from France, Belgium, yeah. this, that. It, it was everywhere. And I used to go there, and I used to send my older guys, my older homies inside to buy me that's what they were doing. bags, and then come out and give it to me, and yep. I'd sit in the corner somewhere and pretend I was 18. Um, and then it started from there, so I turned, you know, turned 18, and then I was a regular. I was... Every week, every two weeks, every month, I was in Amsterdam, you know, coffee shop hunting. That was my uh, passion. I used to physically Amazing, dream dude. about it. I used to dream about being in Amsterdam, going from shop to shop, um, buying as many strains as I possibly could and just sitting there drinking my hot chocolate and just going through all these flavors and flavors. And I would do that every Two weeks. If I knew a new strain got dropped at a certain store, you were in it like I that. Was, you knew yeah, what was, I was happening there. Driving, yeah, yeah. Five hour drive from from London to Amsterdam, and yeah, that's 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 kind of how it started. And then, um, that's amazing though yeah. that you're able to travel like how we travel, <laughs> basically state to state, or like we could go from like you know the Keys and where yeah, I grew up in Europe. At five yeah. hours, you're in a whole, you're in Amsterdam from London. That's a, that's country. so cool, man. Just, we're here, not used here, to stuff like that. State. Yeah. It's like, over there. It's a different country. And you're in different yeah. language, different, different money, yeah. totally trip. different cultures. Like that's our Cali. That's the European California. So yeah. That's, that's the Mecca there. And so seeds always were a thing too, I'm sure. So, so seeds have always been, um, uh, I think they've always allowed to sell seeds on the market there. So a lot of breeders back in the day used to come to Amsterdam from California, from all over. And yeah. they, would, they were living there. They were, they were actually producing seeds there. And uh, there's a lot of, you know, big breeders, big companies. That the are best ones, today. to be honest, from OGs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, they were crushing it from, from years ago. And all the OGs from my side of town, they would go Amsterdam, go to the seed shops, go communicate with breeders, get seeds, bring them back. And then you know, a year later, in my town, in my part of London, there was all these so-called Dutch strains being grown in the UK. And that's kind of the, the stem of how it started to develop. Yeah. For everyone. And that's sour. I mean, that's probably one of the biggest strains I think needs to be back on the market pretty heavy and yeah. grown well, uh, so especially for extracts as well, for man. Sure. I mean, n- night and great. day, fire strain. For but, sure, man. Talk about the beginning days of Amsterdam when you really started taking the scene serious and like getting involved and, um, you know, lead, the lead up to you, it you was, know, winning some high times and all the awards yeah. and stuff like that for Team 10 Extra. It was just a straight custody, bro. I would go, <clears throat> I was like the biggest uh, weed event guy known 
if you knew me or you see, you saw me at an event. Sounds like Blackleaf. Yeah. And they hate yeah. For it. We call it weed nerds, but yeah. it's like, I, I don't miss an yeah. event, bro. I don't miss it. Exactly. true. I'm all a, you guys. I'm part of it. I'm in the wave. Yeah. If there's a wave, I'm in it just as much as pushing that wave up. I got you, bro. I used to, um, I mean, Amsterdam High Times was probably the first one I used to go and I was just amazed by uh, just the culture and how it was alive. Oh, yeah. How, how um, are they doing this? How, yeah. That's what everybody feels like being there. Like, damn, for I sure, can't believe this is like happening right now. Yeah, blew a, my mind. Trust me, man. And imagine when you're 16, 17. <laughs> oh, it's like, gee, this is, I can't. And it's, it's, inter- can't and it's an international crowd. You know, that's what this is. All over the world, yeah. It's, yeah. it's different. But so, continue for sure. Yeah. So, High Times was one, I think maybe 2011 or 2012, I think was the mm-hmm. first one I went to in the 2011. And then. Well, that's way back. We're talking a decade. Yeah. yeah. And then. Cool. Um, Obviously, that went to, uh, I think Colorado was, Colorado was the first state to legalize. So me and um, Sour Co actually went to Colorado together for the first time. I was there as well. Right. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. We were at the same event together. I lived out there times, that time. Really? Yeah, I was living in Colorado when they had the first one and we went to it in Denver and it was, they had the smoking uh, uh, they had like two different buildings. Yeah. The building behind was the smoking yeah, building, yeah, and the one right. in front was that's the companies right. that weren't. Yeah, that's hilarious. We that's were in the right. same building, bro. And that was that, that was my first time ever in in the states. So that was a that was a wow. massive high times, and the, you know that's when I really saw the culture in uh, on this side, kind of in real life. Because I would, bro, I would be on YouTube typing high times in Colorado and just seeing. Yeah. Let me really trip yeah. you out. BHO had just started then, right? Like exactly. for us, BHO had just, that I, it was so new. Mm-hmm. I had just started making it with the flower I yeah. was growing and yeah. I was living in Colorado that one of the booths at the high times was displaying my BHO right. because I had, I was able to whip it and froth it <laughs> to where it was like a gram was like this huge, almost like honeycomb. Yeah. And no one knew about this yeah, yet. Yeah. Right. So I actually had it on display at a booth there and they were pretending it was theirs, the dispensary. I believe it, yeah. Yeah, and, but that was at that yeah, event. Yeah. You literally, there was like honeycomb, massive chunks of honeycomb, and they had it on display under their dispensary. But that's how new BHO was, was that people were literally able to take it. And that, I can see why. You were literally at the cutting edge of that. Yeah, and I, I think at that trip, I was already pro- processing. So that was my eye open. Wow, bro, you, know? you started with it then. That's yeah, the beginning. So- that was the beginning. So then Colorado was, a, it was a short trip. Um, I remember coming back to Europe and I just uh, upgraded my equipment. Um, the in, uh, Cross International when the ovens came out. I think I was the first ever order in the UK. Bro, that's wild because we had just started in America. That had just started. Just came out. And you're already on yeah, it. Yeah, people, wow. were, we had vac chambers. I had like four of them. Damn crazy. That's and, like when they came out. Yeah, when they came out. <laughs> and uh um, and then it just kind of went from there. I had, um, I had obviously from being so young in, in the game, I had my connections already laid out. I had strains. Really new strains. I had seven or eight of my homies that I grew up with that used to grow. And so, you would run flower. Yeah. So I would straighten our run. Wow. Uh, and it was like unheard of at the time. It was, yeah. It was pe- people were like, bro, you're losing your mind. And, but it was something that I knew the difference between so it was you know, a trim run compared to a nog run was a big difference and i noticed that and i ran with that um and then 
it's in the big difference in what counts to flavor yeah. and potency. Exactly, exactly. And you know, you, you can try and cheat the game, you know, and then you will bite you back. So um, you know, we learned our lesson a few times, but we stuck to our guns and and what and strains? Knew. What strains were like the go tos? So then? it was the East Coast sour diesel that Ooh. that really kind of made a a, a strong mark for us. Um I had I had so many other strains. Red Diesel, everyone knew me for the Red Diesel. Red Diesel. Yeah, and that was, um, uh, how can I explain it? Uh, maybe you guys might know it as grapefruit, but it's a, oh. but it was like times, times 10, bro. Ah, like. man, I miss that fucking strain, bro, <laughs> yeah. so much. I went when I was 19, I was like 2007. It was then, around then, probably. Packards, how different Big is that from our like My favorite yeah. shit when I went. Jesus, great. Was, was the, the sour that you smoked out there that he's speaking on, is that a lot different from the sour that we used to have around? Not, um, I, no. Similar? Yeah, the good cut of sour. Yeah, like, the yes. bubbly one that's like in sour, grows yeah, in yeah, pods. Sour, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. We come from Florida, so. Yeah, I mean. From the we, sour. We, 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 this is real sour. Everyone has a bang house of sour. I suppose yeah. there's different varieties of sour out there for sure. Um, but I. Uh, there's the real one and a bunch of fakes. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And I know that what we had was a one sticky, real, real very yeah, lime pods, limey, like, gassy, poddy, ugly, yeah. very kind of uh, leafy, leafy looking, yeah. all green, doesn't like, turn purple, lime green. You won't be happy if no. you like per. I mean, ugly it, strain. Yeah, super ugly. That was the first ugly strain that I realized. That I was like, you know what? It ain't looks ain't that important. In this. Ooh, interesting point. Yeah, that was his entryway. Now you know, looking into the yeah. Skittles market. Yeah, exactly. another strain. Yeah, amazing to smoke. Mm-hmm. Not a great looker. Yeah, you go 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 for the heart sometimes. You know. But, yeah. So you're ba- So you're basically all this at the right time at the right place, and you're crushing. <laughs> Fire extracts, a sour, yeah. and all the red diesels Just ahead of the curve, really. and so you start crushing out these cups. So, um, yeah, a few cups started coming around, um, and everyone was just like, "Bro, this is this is what you got to do. You got to end of these cups." Like, okay, cool. Let's let's end the cups. You got good people around you, man. Who you, yeah, who you enter in the cups with? Talk about your partners and stuff, and a little bit so, of that, like a little bit of the journey of um, how that the first cup, the first cup that I entered. Um, was with a guy called, uh, older guy that I used to work with back home. Um, his name was Steve. Um, and he shout was- Shout out to Steve, man. Shout out to Steve. We hope you hear this shit, And man. he was, I, I was You're like- a legend. I was probably 25 at the time and he was like 52, older man. And he really knew the plant. And being in London at the time, like that guy was crucial. That's, that's to huge me. to have a mentor that much older yeah, than you. He was a, yeah, he was a great key into, that, that into the build up. Oh. So he used to- um, he would call me up and say, yo, what seed shall I pop? And I'll tell him and he would pop wow. them and grow them. But he had like 50 lights or 40 lights. Fuck yeah. But that was still crushing. So, um, Hell yeah. Uh, and he used to, he was like my grower, basically. He was my grower. So everything that he would bring down, he would give to me and I'd process it into, I remember the first one was in London, I think, the first competition. Um called the Dope Fiend Cop, I think it was called. <laughs> Holy yeah. hell. And uh, yeah, we came well, first, we came first place. On grimy that out there, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jesus. So you, so you took that Crazy one home. Name. So we took that one home and that with was Steve. And that was with Steve. Steve. OG Steve. Sour OG Steve. Steve. Yeah, my yeah. guy. Um, OG Sour Steve. And then it went to- The um, Dope Fiend Cup. Yeah. You win a big needle. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be fucking crazy. So um, where was I? Um, 
London, you're with OG so Steve. The, so you guys yeah, took so the cup. He's your grower. And then you know, I'm 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 still there. I'm still still doing my thing. And um, uh, high times, a uh, high times. I think it was 2013. Uh, high times award came up, which was based in Amsterdam. And I got um, there was a a guy that messaged me, uh, wanting to collab. This was like the probably my first big competition. That yeah, I this is the OG Kings yeah, yeah. Cup. Yeah. Um, so I remember. Uh, connect and they were growers. Um, they had uh, projects going on all over the place. So um, they would come and bring me the material, and I did like a few test runs for them. They they were going crazy, and they were like, "We want to enter the competition with you." So um, we did, and we didn't place. But I felt that was my uh, that was my whole learning curve. That was the experience that I needed to break the breakthrough. I I knew where I went wrong. How'd you take that? Nah. Uh, <laughs> as a lesson or I was what? cool with it I didn't feel like I was lost I, what was it I like? didn't feel like I lost what, what, like when you embrace it was you turned it to fuel I think the whole networking experience and the whole that was the first time I think I even saw other people's shower got to get on the field America from all the Cali got guys okay. coming out right and that up. was the first time I thought I saw Z shower because Skittles shower won came first place in that competition. And uh Wow, that long ago. Yeah, I can't remember the kid's name. Um but uh yeah. And so you basically saw the field. You said, okay, this is what everyone's doing. Yeah, this is the game. And, and this is where I'm at. Yeah. I know what to do. Yeah exactly. I can I can do this. And um so I think what Wait, happened was did you get back did you, did you get back with Steve? Yeah <laughs> Steve like, I still I still look, speak man. to Steve here and there actually. Nice um, man. I haven't you know, physically seen him for five or six years. But um, this whole time, you're, the brand's building under Team 10 Extra. So the brand's building, um, you know, other people that um, I mentioned previous were sort of involved in, in the team. Making sure that the right flavors got exactly. run. Exactly. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I go to, after that. Um, but you knocked down some competitions. You basically took it as fuel. And then said, what, did you come back the yeah. next year? Um, I think I'll come back sooner than that. But I don't think I entered high times again. I okay. Think, I think I entered, uh, it was like Dabadoo. Yeah, yeah. Dabadoo came around. Mila's, uh, which is in Mila's Barcelona, yeah. right? Shout out Mila. Yeah, shout out Mila. And uh, I think I came third place the first time, which was cool. And then um, I think the first, the first breakthrough really was... Uh, in Barcelona when we entered the secret cup. That's a big one. That's yeah. a great one. Too. Yeah. So they came from here, from California to, to Spain. And it was, I think the runners up were uh, each winner from each state. So oh. whoever won first, second and third were placed in the final basically. And I think Spain was like the semi-final or the quarter final. And to set the stage for people like at that time, the event he's talking about, this is the best guys making BHO in the whole world. In the at world. This, point. this is, this is at the cutting edge of when it first started, you know, a couple years in when people were realizing they could do live resin, nug run, they knew how to actually purge it. Right. And people were just learning like, this is the best of the best. This is the first extracts that were actually of like that type that were solvent extracts that looked and smelled and tasted like that. It wasn't bubble. This was something so different. Yeah. And you're in this competition with the best guys who have already won a competition before this. 
and now are coming in with even better material because it's like winning a competition and now you're entered in the best cot. Now all the winners come together and yeah. now you're facing the best winners. I was, I was the little guy for sure. Ooh, oh man, this is <clears> crazy. Sure I was the little guy. And um, so what did you enter? So I entered, uh, we had a uh, headbanger by Karma Genetics. Oh, gas and sweet yeah. and sour. Till this day, it's probably one of my, one of my favorite strains in the world. Um, Straight nug run. Straight, live resin straight, or, yeah. or uh, not live resin? No, Cure. live. It was live. Uh, uh, that, no, that batch was cured for like a week off, yep. the, off the stem. People don't even know about that. Sometimes there's differences. Yeah. Some strains yeah, do yeah, better sure. the other they way. Do. You don't know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we came first place. So we, we kind of, uh, we, we beat everyone that wow. I would sort of admire or look up to. Um. Don't know if I should say the names, but um, you don't have to if you don't want yeah, to. But so, uh, not I don't if you're gonna make this cut it out. Not if we have to chop it. Yeah. So um, and then yeah, that's that's kind of how it started. So as I as I received my award, I was unaware that we had a, a been placed in the final in Los Angeles. I was uh like, okay, cool, that's crazy. So I, we ended up. I think it was maybe six months after we flew to LA, and that was my first time ever in LA. Um, and headbanger again? No, what'd you so enter this time? I, uh, this time we connected with a company out here. Um, Smart CKF, yeah, man, Ali the Kush big Sons. homies. And uh, we went through some some runs with them guys, and uh, I ended up uh, selecting what what we should have what mix what or whatever you wanted exactly. to do. Awesome. And then we came third place in that competition, which was huge for us because it was. We're like and this is a new new territory, new new everything, and uh, the people that were in the competition were really the best in the world. Leaders of the industry, leaders of the industry, yeah. And you know, they opened me up. They opened me up with open arms, and they kind of you know showed me around and and looked after me a lot. Um, I like that you when, always say that you always had OGs kind of around you, saying "Go yeah. for it, you should do this, man," and kind of like giving you that push behind you. You don't hear that a lot from some people, and like I love that they gave you that. It wasn't a lot of negativity. It was a lot of like, "Yo, bro, you're the one." Yeah, man. you. you, I, you how do you, this. How do you think you were able to obtain that? Even starting at a young age, from like the OGs and shit. Um, because like certain people got it, and certain people don't. Mm -hmm. Know what? It's just I can relate, you know. So I'm just, I'm just asking I just, you, like, how do you feel that it's worked for you in your life because you continue to do it to this day? Yeah, you know, I mean, and you can do it quicker and quicker, right? Probably just takes you, you know what I mean, a lot shorter time now to yeah. get that relationship if you need it now, and it, be it becomes like an art in itself, right? It is for sure, and this, uh, I'm not too sure how it is. I think it's just a uh, could be a DNA thing or. I think a lot of it too is when you're like, they know like I'm down. Yeah. What's good. You know what? You know, what? Down. you can feel your energy as well. I think when you're yeah. ready to, I think it comes down moves. to belief mm -hmm. in yourself mm -hmm. and then commitment to what you're doing. For sure. And then the older people see that see yeah. and know, Oh, that's what's special. You know what I mean? I've always to continue the story, man. Like, like big ups to them though, for yeah, actually saying up. some shit and actually pushing you though. A lot of people want to hold their tongue or catch their tongue, right? Not or say the word something. about yeah. you have them guys around. It's not too. easy to, it's not too. easy to have hard talks with people or be the, the, the reaper of reality. You know what I'm saying? But, um, even on a positive. The, yeah. For the old, for the older guys and stuff. Definitely. I mean, 
It's key because look, man, now you're doing it. I know you got yeah. plenty of guys under you learning from you every yeah, single yeah. fucking day. But every day, back to the story, you're in Amsterdam. Talk about when you're getting with Jack the Plug and Karma and all that, and you're building this. You know <laughs> what I mean? And and then you decide, hey, yeah. I'm out of here. You know what so I mean? So like, uh, Jack was my friend from from London before any of this happened. Um, Aspire. So like, we were we were good friends, and and then that's what it was. It was we ended up moving to Spain, to Barcelona. And I was just from, you know, waking up early in the morning, I was processing and then going to the shop, opening the doors, bud tending, then I would help package at the back and then just nonstop um, building this kind of, you know, the, the building the brand and building our future. And then it grew so quick that um, it was, you know, it was just everything started to form and uh, it became it became a thing and people coming from all over the world. And you mentioned the whole time you're doing it, you really didn't even know what you were doing. Yeah, it was, you do it, you're doing something, but there's, there's, there's another calling to that doing, you know, it's like, okay, I know I'm doing this. You're getting this vision from somewhere, yeah, right? Yeah, and it's just like, I don't know who it is or what it is, but it's just like a, it's a voice in it. It's a voice in the back of your head. And uh, it's kind of crazy, kind of like manifestation, right? Yeah. And there's something that I'm, I'm big on, I'm big on that because I feel like when you come from where we come from, it's worked for you. Yeah. You have to believe Like you have to have yeah. faith because like you just uh, fold. That's the first step. Yeah. And uh, I feel like I had this in me from young, young because of my childhood and my upbringing. But maybe it comes to that too. Um, but mainly it was about uh, just being, I loved weed so much. I loved, I was, you know, you'd come to my house and I'd have a hundred jars Percy, personal use. That was me. I'd have different phenos of this, different phenos of that. And I just knew from young, I was, uh, I was really about it. I was, I was about it. Everyone around me knew that I never did anything else. Like I, I never had a different career path. This was it from like some minute find I smoked the calling joint. early. Yeah, yeah. I found my calling early and uh, I never, you know, if people, family, get a job, get a normal, this is the, and, I was just ignoring him. Yeah. <laughs> I was just ignoring Wait, him. When did, when did you and Jack, as you guys are grinding, realize like, yo, we got something here out here in Barcelona. Um, like this shit's real. It's going to hit. It's hitting. I mean, we, I think we knew it anyway before we opened. Yeah. You were already believing. We but already had. When did you start rate? seeing it? Probably the first Spanabis that when we were there, the first, when the first was Spanabis like the came. Yeah. It was just uh, crazy. So I think that Spanabis I won second place I won I think I won three awards that same year so it was it was other competitions going on so I was like so then that was it it was just like team 10 team 10 team 10 and then what were you what did you enter and who were you entered with I already had uh, Z stuff in Spain right so you were time. you were with Jack the Plug but the product was still under team 10 the the extract the extracts the extract were was, team all 10. The extract was team 10. That's big of him too, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be honest because so some I'm, people could easily be like, no, it's gonna all go under the plug. You know? That is, uh <laughs> that, that will um that will uh agree with me, but um the team ten movement was the reason why a lot of things happened and uh so the plug the like same way that that Team 10 wouldn't have been as big as it was if it wasn't for the plug and the plug wouldn't have been as big as it made total sense if it weren't for Team 10. So I feel like 
um, that was, it, that's why it kind of worked. 200%. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just 100. Yeah. And that's when it works, like, though. You, know, you can't Jack, be 50. You know what I mean? It's like, got to yeah. be 200. And I believed in his vision, too. And uh, I was more than, we, 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 yeah, it was just so, it was different times, man. It was different. We was all in different positions in life. So I think when we were, uh, when we were at that stage, it was just like, bro, we're doing it. We're actually doing it. It was like, do you remember when we used to, <laughs> and do you remember this? And do you remember that? And like, yo, this is really happening. And uh, yeah, it's just crazy. When I came to LA and won, that was my mind opening. That was the, okay, cool. This is where you belong. This is the industry that's thriving, that you can be a part of. And that was my that was my move. That was it after that. So you won in uh Spanibus. I won Spanibus. And then and then do you continue there? Where's it go from there until you get out I just, here? I was just and there was loads of competitions out in Spain. Yeah. So you're crushing them. Everyone. Valencia, Dabadoos were coming around. I was placing I I'm I won like twenty four awards. In Specifically my, in my hash cups too. That was your focus. Yeah. I remember the first I ended in 2016, the Masters of uh, Legend of Hashish in Barcelona, 2016. Masters of Rosin? No. Uh, sorry, uh, Legends of Hashish. Legends of Hashish. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> that was 2016, and I entered Cheese Dry Sift Rosin that I pressed on my T-shirt press at the time at home. <laughs> And but make I just, sure you include that because people need to know, man. Yeah, that was think um, about that. They want the reality. Hand squeeze are, are different than what you assume in my bedroom, yeah. and you only know that from experience. And by, so, yeah, yeah. So with the t-shirt press in the bedroom, yeah, you're yeah. over there taking down awards any way like possible. Yeah, you know, of course. I mean, we quality. were sifting at the time. That was like when we was using screens. So I had loads of sift out store in the freezer and whatever. I just sift, sift to do the. Uh, the magnetic tech with the DVD case and the parchment paper. <laughs> so we was like separating the tracks. Boy, if you don't know, man. Doing way before it's when time. you yeah. have passion before Wait, this you was got before Instagram? and all the other. Um, <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was like, this was 2016. So we already had a, a social media platform at that point. But um, I remember entering and uh, I was but still, a, this was before it was a thing. Before Rosin sure. was a thing, 2016, five, this is five, six years ago. People were not yeah. giving up tech at this no, point either. A no, lot of times people were keeping that shit, even with BHO, we're yeah. keeping that shit close to the vest. Yep, for sure, man. Yeah, you and, definitely uh, had to steal some sketchy shit. But we ended and then we came first place, I think, People's Choice. Um, and I think it was BC Bubble Man and Tony Vazora that handed me my award. Wow, big time. So, and that was with the cheese. That was with the cheese. Oh, that must have been cheese. fantastic smoke. Yeah, it was unbelievable. And uh, <clears throat> that's when I, you know, that was a legendary competition too. So I just, yeah, after that, I felt it was my time to, to, to go. Move again. Move Progress again. again. Yeah. Another level. And so you came out here? I come out here. Los Angeles, What California. was the first experience like when you touched down? So it was the first time I ever come was the competition weekend. So I was busy preparing processing meeting people it was crazy um i, I was here for two weeks i think what'd you feel like when you got off the plane first time the first here? time it was like a movie you man. felt that energy right yeah the energy is crazy. you know it's crazy we come from another state and like we feel, feel it. it yeah yeah it's real out here it's hard to explain right and it's been messed with a little bit we won't speak on that too much but your first time 
Yeah, you my, got off that plane. What's going through your head, bro? Made it. Hollywood. Like, yo, this is it now. I made it. Yeah, yo, yo, I touch ground. Now it's over. Yeah, it's a weird energy here. Great energy, full of um. I, you just you can just execute your idea here, and it just will fall through all the way. It can happen. It can this happen can happen. This Room is full the, of people that'll get it we done. We can do yeah, this, man. This is the place to be if it you is. want to achieve your goals and and work on your dreams. And that's the people come to LA for all those types of reasons plus more. So being coming from a restricted society and then coming here, it was like I felt it was freedom. It was that's where it feels like felt like bro, I'm free. I'm crazy. I'm not going back. For creatives. Yeah. For creatives. Yeah. Free to create, free to live. Yeah. If you feel like free to enjoy the 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 plant. Feels like jail when you go back now. It's like it's like a brick wall. Like you're, wow. in, you're in a house. You stuck. The UK is like a house to me. I'm just stuck in the house and I can't. And just about look out the window. <laughs> and even then you're still kind of a little bit eerie, right? Yeah. I mean. I guess it all depends, man, on the experience. It's not far off from Florida as well. Like we yeah. came up in Florida and I'm going to yeah. be honest. Like when I, when I came up in early 2000s, it wasn't far off from that, bro. Like. Mm-hmm. It was not cool to show up to somewhere smelling like weed. Yeah. Like you would get people give us looks then. And then we were worried that like, did they write our license plate number down? And like, just weird, just smelling, just smelling like weed yeah. was like, same. you know? Same. And so it was the same thing. Like I always tell pack gods, I, I was told this quote one time and it rings true today is that go where you're tall, to- uh, go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's so true, man. You have to, and, and you know, you want to progress in that field. Especially as, I mean, a creative, bro. You're a big creative. So yeah. this is like the empire of creatives. I for mean, it's sure, fucking crazy. Sure. So, so you touched ground. What was your first experience, like your first trip? <clears throat> the first trip, yeah, again, was the, the, the competition week. And then after that was over, that's when we actually, def- we actually went and opened the plug in Spain after that competition. So we had a lot of, um, that's when I had a lot of clout from the US, a lot of, Fan people on social media following me from here. Um, and then we opened and then it was like a wave of people that I met when I was here were coming, coming to see me. Um, and then, yeah, it just grew and grew and grew. And I came back again on a vacation for the second time. Uh, I think it was three or four times before I made the final move, if I'm not mistaken. Must have been hard having a successful business and wanting to then move in away one place from it. and then move away yeah, from it. Yeah, that's very difficult. I know. I, part of me still regrets a little bit of it, but I'm lucky that I had um, family to to control it and and good friends. You know what I'm saying? They kept it real. They kept it. Kept it. Kept the torch light. But I knew I was good. Um. So then, after that, I come here, and then that's when I meet my wife my wife today and then I settled down we get married and then that's when I never went back if you don't mind so, me asking man yeah. I just want to go back to that what was what inside you was telling you like I have a successful business I have this cloud we won a bunch of awards we have a successful business that I'm running with like my good friend right yeah I, this is not enough I need to go further I need to go to LA and and like start over almost like to some degree right like um were you just, you just knew that it wasn't was the even next about move? money, bro. It wasn't about finances or, or anything like that. It was more about, I had something in my belly that was freedom. 
like this fire that had to just come out of me. And I, I knew, um, I don't know if I should say it in that way, but uh, I felt, felt like I, I, I worked, I put in so much work that I belong somewhere else. I don't even belong there. No, I'm trying to say. I do because I I'm, need to move, get out of there, so, yep. so this can really happen. Otherwise, it's not going to happen. So do it now, and that's kind of really what it was. I always knew that this industry was where I was supposed to belong. I've been doing this like my whole life, so I was always that. Like, that was like everyone has a destiny. That was always my destiny. I feel, but it was just yeah. It was, I think the the fire inside and the hunger to succeed, and. Once I thought, once I saw that, you know, the sh- the shop's going good, and I was like, this is this is I'm I'm gonna go and do my dream now. I love that man. That's dope because you guys are still good homies today. You yeah, put man. us in touch. We said what's up to him when we were out in Amsterdam. Shout out to Jack the Plug. Yeah, yeah. He's, He's one of the thing. ten licenses in Amsterdam. Killing, killing shit out there with Karma Genetics. Them boys are killing shit oh, straight up. Yeah, there's a lot to come from that side. Yeah, but look what you found. So you come out here, you met your wife. I mean, boom. I met my wife right there. Talk to us after that. Like, yeah. So, um, give us the Skittle story, man. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) That's a story, man. What are you smoking when you land? Yeah. Well, yeah. If you, if you can give us a story. So I already, I had a lot of connections up in NorCal. So I would travel backwards and forwards. And I'd find it. It would find me. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was the law of attraction. The law right? of attraction. And at one point, it was really finding me. Not every day, people that I never knew were reaching out and like, "Yo, I have." They were finding. They were like, "This, yeah. this guy, I'll get it. He'll, so take, he'll take them for sure." <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. At the time, I was kind of like, um, "No, it's dope, though." Yeah, be, you were I, all in on it. Yeah, I was really, and I, you know, I was on the hunt for it. Um, anything Z related, I was, you know. What's and, crazy is how long ago that was. Yeah. And it, how relevant it is right now. Very difficult to get a hold of then, too. I, I mean, we, yeah, we had thousands. It is it's hard now. Then it was near impossible. Yeah, for sure. Here. And, you know, we ended up getting, you know, we got the, we've had the cut for ages. We've been, loads of people have the cut. But um, I just think because we're consistent, you know, people are going to get upset and, I respect that too, but yeah, it's just the game. That's just everyone. Not a lot of people want to grow it. It's very difficult. That's the beauty of having it, I suppose. I think a lot of people have gotten it, run it one or two times, and yeah. then been like, nope, not for me. Yeah. And it's because it's very difficult. On like a level one to 10, it's like a nine, 10. Yeah. On like how sure. hard, how hard it is it's to the grow. The weeping willow. Yeah. That's what we joke yeah. about. We were, we literally did. We were at the, what, at the Queens, uh, at the palace the and across palace. and there's this huge weeping willow. And I said, over here, we got Skittles growing, you know, it's literally very difficult, but yeah. once you figure it out, you get it. Yeah. Like right now I have some moms going of it and I'm like, Oh, I, I, I got it dialed you know like issue. a dial. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I got you. And I mean, yeah, so um, that was really kind of it. I just, again, I'm uh, Skittles. I'm a hunter. I'm a hunter, so I, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go and hunt. No matter what it is, is if it's good, it's going to stay with me. Straight up. And uh, a lot of people have it, as I said, and I, I think the branding pushed it a lot as well. But the product speaks to itself. It, it, it is what it is. When did Blue come in? I mean, cause that's really, to be honest, yeah. that's like steroids injected into Skittles yeah. and now you got this. So I, I've had, I've had Zushi for 
in rotation now for about three years. Um, I have a partnership with a, somebody um, that, you know, we work together. Uh, we've been working strong for a long time. The relationship's great. And then master growers, they've been doing it for a long time. And uh, obviously being, being not from here, I wasn't, uh, <clears throat> so I wasn't, uh, I never knew many people in the beginning. And uh, that was it. I just gave them the guidance that they needed. And then they kind of, you know, helped me grow basically and push, push me. Um, I good think partnerships are like that, man, or good projects, listen, collabs. Yeah. I'll, I'll, that. that was like a true blessing to me. Um, because it was, uh, it was at a time when some people did me dirty and, uh, I, I, that was like, God was giving me my karma back, or like my good karma. You got a blessing. I got a blessing. Yeah. And it, this, blessing. This, That's this, awesome. Yeah. And this relationship's been strong for three years and, you know, it's, it's about to grow right now. It's, uh, it usually has to happen like that. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. I'm just grateful. Evolution. Yeah, I'm just grateful that it's come along, come all this way. They're still going strong, you know. Did like, you know as soon as you saw the blue? No. Like you were like, this is no. Okay, you didn't know. No. Ah. I'll tell you why I didn't know. Because I had I had Z at the time. And that wasn't quite Z. Yes. And it wasn't until I really uh pushed my grower to dialing it in more and getting them to they used to have like a lot of light burn on it and uh, they used to have issues before and they steered away from the issues and then started dialing it in. And that's when the Nobu batches started coming around <laughs> and it, it's just a constant. Um, I'm going to definitely need a Nobu batch. Yeah, yeah, I got you, man. <laughs> it's, it's just a constant, uh, it's a relationship. So, you know, if you, if you know, if your wife, it's it's if your wife pisses you off or she piss her off and you mm-hmm. don't say something, she's going to keep pissing you off. So it's kind of like that where I'm just like, yo, this is da da da. Can we make this da da da? And and that's like the beauty of my infrastructure. It's simple because they're ahead of their curve. When you're coming up with that process, is that just you smoking the joint and then kind of running it through? What is this like? Like what I mean, you know? What's your creative process with so that? So Zushi was yeah, I created Zushi. The whole concept. Um, uh, some of them are are ideas that me and Jerry kind of des- designed together. And then he's had some input in names too. So really it's just between me and my designer. Um, smelling the batch, it. smoking it, smelling it, smoking I mean, it. Kind of. Yeah. Um, Zushi was just something that I wanted to, cr- I, I feel like because everyone at the time was leaning towards the candies and the, the sweets, the the, the 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 dessert stuff. So I felt like Zushi was just a whole new concept. And at the time, no one did any Japanese concept in the cannabis industry at all. Um, that I that I saw, especially. I mean, sushi too is so different, and people wouldn't really go that route. You know, it was more like uh, it was a bit of a gamble. You even embraced the logo with it too. Real trippy. Yeah. Cool. And then that's, that's, that was the evolution from there. Once I created the name. You just knew. Yeah. We had the cans first. We dropped the cans <laughs> and then uh, I started pushing that and it grew, it grew, it grew. And I was like, no, nah, I need a, I need a transformation. I need a rebrand. At the time I, I met Jerry 
uh, who's my designer now. Uh, and we were like backwards and forwards with a few ideas. And then I think once we realized that we work better together when we sit down together and just go and keep going. Yeah. Figuring out your creative process. Yeah. 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 That's when it starts to work. So even like two, three years later, he'll be like, yo, let's have a creative session on Sunday where I'll just come over, I'll bring his laptop and we just brainstorm and come up for new, new concepts, new ideas. Cause we have so many new strains coming out as well. We're already working towards the future now. But you set times. I like that. Me and uh, Pat Gods do the same thing. And I think that's a big thing for people to know. It's not just, hey, when we sit down and we come up with ideas randomly, you set like, hey, let's vibe out on Sunday and come up with yeah, some yeah. stuff. And he's with me every day too. We have an office together. So he's with me from Monday to Sunday, basically. Um, and that's, that's part of the growth that the, um, I think why the brand's got so much exposure is because we're always keeping it fresh, revamping. They fake our bags. We make a new bag. They fake it again. We make it again. And then now we're just sort of adding the things that are going to give them a harder time that give me a longer run with the bag. And again, it's like the bag's not important, but the product's the most important thing. That's, that's the key. Okay. Once you get that right, then you can talk about packaging all you like. Okay. And that's what, uh, if the product isn't good, the packaging is irrelevant. I've tested the wars many times and I've put, you know, a not so great product not not on purpose, just that batch didn't never came out. It wasn't hitting as good. I didn't, you know, I might have passed the issue and people will complain about it and that bag not wanted anymore. Just from that one mistake. Straight up. And uh so I mean it, as much as of it as much of it as much as the game is a, a bag a bag game right now, it's also still the product is number one. The bag is irrelevant if the if it ain't matching the, the product. The product's one. The bag comes number two for sure. And yeah, it's it's the QC. And then if you don't get number one QC right, level. you got the number two. The bag you might as well just say fuck it because people aren't trusting after that. That's why you got to know you're getting the right shit, man. Because people can ruin it for you. Yeah. Well, man. there's I would say there's a lot of people that are confused that are getting fake product. Hundred percent. Yeah. I, you know? I've, I've had the biggest thousand percent biggest issues. I'd say you guys are getting knocked off. Artist, yeah, and it's stressful. Some, you know, obviously, some brands right along next with you. you it know, is because people judge you on it. They'll be like, yeah. "This shit ain't smoking." What are people whack, talking bro. about? And it's like, "No, nah, that shit is smoking." You got the, you know, the bougie, the purple, yeah, the purple zushi. I see people tag the purple, yeah, blue bag. Ain't even drop purple nugs. I'm like, damn, we ain't even smoked that yet. It's just people need to know, man. Go to the homies page and actually check out nah. what they got and look at what the weed looks like. Though yeah. that's probably the best way. I can always look at shit and be like, "This don't look like that." When that's I, number one. We had stopped uh, posting up flower on our page because every time I do, it will yeah, bring me up a message yeah. saying your account's about to be deleted. And, and Instagram. Man. So now I'm in the transitioning process and and we're building the shop. So soon people can wanna... just come out and go to the shop. Though that's even yeah, ep- that's, that's the epic. beauty of that. We'll be able to channel our, um, you know, our, our fan base and our, our people that, that follow us t- to the store as well, which we'll great. definitely be able to talk about that too, man. Cause there's, yeah. there's some dope things you can do, um, with the website and the app that make it fun for, for sure, everybody yeah. that like supports what you're doing. You yeah, know what I mean? For sure. 
Um, talk about, you know, just to rewind a little bit, talk about like getting to LA and like what it, what it takes to make it in LA. Like be real. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, cause I know for us, like we moved out here, like we, uh, not to talk about us too much, but when we moved out here, it was us living in a house with four of us and we had the basement, you know what I'm saying? You you feel me? So that was kind of where we started, but like talk about like making it in LA and like just a different type of, you know, (laughs) Um, double hustle. <laughs> don't know if I can say too much. Yeah. But, um, say what you it's, can. I mean, it's hard. I feel like because I already built my platform, I had a solid platform ready when I came here. So I, it was, it was not easy for me, but it was it's still work. You weren't, still you, weren't starting from, you weren't starting from nothing. No, not when I came here. You were starting from yeah, I was already, I was already doing it. I feel that yeah. in my life, not with, you know what we got going on now, mm-hmm. but at my at that time, so it was kind of easier for me to um, get in the doorway with certain people, groups of people. Being, but you, you know, had something to prove, though. It was like, yo, this is it's on you now. The pressure you know, you're was here on. now. You know what I mean? Like the pressure was on. Were you still Team Ten Extracts at that point when you came out here first? Were you you weren't yeah Tenko yeah yeah, yet, yeah. Right? no I wasn't Tenko but okay. I was Team Ten the first time yeah. Right? So you're out here and you're you're linking with all the the right homies and all shit, the big, the big OGs, the biggest names. Yeah. You know, How were you able to kind of navigate and find your way? Was it you know just being at the events? And I think and, the and, events was partly you know the foundation of it, too. and then you go and you commune network and you get their number and there, you start right? talking, and then they're like, oh, they start respecting once they realize you're for real. You're taking on. a profession. Yeah, yeah, committed. Yeah, for sure. You were able to see people's work too. So you could be like, oh, this company puts out shit or like, yo, this company's putting out fire. Yeah, like that yeah, was for like, us. It's yeah, like, yeah, like, yo, come look at this. There and then, yeah. you could look at this. there and then you could tell. We would be like, yo, we need to collab. Literally, I, we yeah. were collabs right there. I remember <laughs> what, like, yo, they, they're doing fire, bro. Smoke this. And you try and you'd be like, true. yo, we got to do a collab. It's true. It, I mean, wow. Yeah. that that I mean, I think winning the competition here, the first competition here was what really opened the door for me in, in LA, in LA, because yeah, I built my reputation and my name. So if if I was to try, if I ever tried, needed to get to someone, I could now DM them and they'll reply. It was like I had a blue check, but I didn't have a blue check. What strains yeah. are you rocking with right now? Like Street when you first certified. at this time, when in, you came out here? In was LA. It, yeah, was it was it Skittles at that point when you're still Skittles? Yeah, got still you Skittles. Um, I was like the biggest Skittles fan, so I was making sure I had Skittles. Um, but then there was a blue sherbet as well. Ooh, great LK. strain. LK was one of the first people I met here too. Hey, shout out uh, to the homie Sherbet Money, man. Yeah, that blue real. sherbet was great. Great times. Uh, and then like I knew Cookie Monster, rest in peace. So he used to bless me a rest lot. Rest in peace, man. I used Cookie to go up there, meet him, give me F1 Durban, Juno's. Juno. You know, I was at the Early. time in LA, it was OG season for everyone. And I was like, oh, man, I, I was kind of like, I've been there already. Yeah, we felt And that. I thought like, We were feeling the same yeah, way, bro. Yeah, yeah. So I was going up north and, and, and exploring what they had up there. Flavors. Their exotics. Yeah, yep. so I was, I was tapped in, bro. Yeah. I was tapped in. Did the cookies wave hit out in the UK? Like yeah, how it yeah, big. Yeah, that was massive. Yeah. That's awesome. And you got, like, again, OGs around you. So you got good people to work with yeah. and good people to bounce ideas off with yeah. and create with. That's so important, man. They were ahead of their game. They, 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 they LA growers for 20 plus years. Straight They're up. crushing it. So how, how big is it? How big are we talking? Mm-hmm. Like light wise or what? 
It's about 50,000 square feet. Wow. wow. One of the buildings. Just to oh, put it in perspective. Wow. Yeah. That's the thing. I think it's a little under actually. Uh, 43, something. How, how many lights are you expecting for like R&D? There's about 80 lights for just R&D. Jimmy Iovine says things like this, and it reminds me of what you just said. Jimmy Iovine, the, he's a famous music producer, and then, uh, you know, obviously Beats by Dre. He's a part of that. But he says, uh, with like Trent Reznor and all these people, you know, he's like, I just make myself self of use, saying like, I'm just there to help you. Whatever you need, but I'm not there to get in your way, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, so what do you need so that I can help you and just be of use, mm-hmm. of service? And that's the best thing someone can give. It's, yeah. You need like... uh like pointers like this is what needs to be done this is how you're gonna do it then next not don't do that don't do this yeah, yeah. what do you think of it yeah the good I thing love is with that. me is that because i'm in it i know what's hot what's not what's coming next um you know that's that's my job so i'm already immediately if we have like the scotties in the room but you're that in tune. And some people think about how far out some of these CEOs and guys are running these well, cannabis businesses. Well, listen, yeah. listen, something I, raised. something I want to make a point to is that yeah. if you're a grower, you don't get out of the grow much, you know, but if you're making a brand and you're having to be in tune with all these things that can't do is both. moving the culture, you know, you need that connection. Mm-hmm. You can't do both. <laughs> No, you, it, it, at scale you can't. Now, at at, at a smaller level, yeah. at a hobby level, I would say yes, you can. It's you like the, the coach. But can't, at scale, it's like, how coach, could you have time when like the coach that's can't fight? Time. The coach can't fight anymore. That's yeah. what it is. The coach can't fight. Coach can't anymore, run the play, but he can. He can show the play. He can. Yeah, he can show you how to do it. And that's right. that's that's the position we're in right now. Yeah, but it takes being that trust within the team. That's the most important thing is building that team. How do you make sure you like communicate Mm. and keep keep the team culture tight? Um, just giving them like an end goal, really. Just like you build, you build hope for them. I mean, yeah, but real hope, not like false hope. No, exactly. Yeah. Like, how do you do that? So, in a professional relationship, it would be equity. Right, I suppose. Um, but in a friendship, at a partner level, at a partner level, but in in a, a friendship would just be sticking to your word at the end of the hundred percent. Like if if you know, maybe they want to get more finances, and uh, you know, it could be anything. It could be anything. It's just no, it's a, like you said though. You just sticking to your word, sticking Simple to your that. word. Yeah, and being you know being real and being loyal to that person too, and not. Uh, bringing someone else in if he's pissed you off one day and then hurting his feelings and just that small things start building up within animosity, like between the relationships and create animosity. So just from the get go, I feel just be solid with your partners and whoever you're working with. And it's, it's, it's very, very difficult. difficult. What, what do you feel very about difficult. all the competition within, uh, within this industry? Um, I, I love it. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you said that. I'm, I'm honestly glad you said that. I'm a because th- I'm thankful that you're owning it. That you do love it. Because yeah. I'll be honest, anybody making a post or anybody saying anything, like at some level, you love it. Excuse it's me. the few, it, yeah. And the response is like, I don't want to tell. Oh my shit! Haters. Here we go. I don't want to tell my. You're haters. up early the next morning. Yeah, I, I swear. I don't want to tell my haters. You know, 
keep hating on me because it's going to fuel me more. I'll just let him carry on. Because at the end of the day, it just, it doesn't matter. You always, once you reach that level, you're going to have that. You're going to have them uh, down, people talking down or bad about you or whatever. But it just makes me go harder because I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm, what I've built right now. And, you know. You have your game plan laid out. Yeah, it's already laid out. And you feel it coming I'm ready together. for the next plan. You ready for yeah. the next plan already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk to me about it. Yeah. It's good. There's a lot going on, man. Man, I mean, you brought us dope ass skateboard decks. You got the gear laid out. You got a real designer. I know you're, you know, he's on staff. Yeah. Um, yeah, big up Jerry. He's what, you, you know, you got your growers guy. dialed in. Your partners are dialed in. The store is launching. You're going to be able to release merch to, to the people now and really do some dope shit. I mean, what are some things that... Really, you know, right now the merch is what we're working hard towards because it's an online, right? Online, online presence, yeah. right? So we have um, zushiwave.com. Yeah. Um, and keepit10.com coming up. Um, and then we have the tenko.com coming up, which is for the store. Let's go. So, yeah, we're. And that'll be a delivery on the back end of that, correct? So you that, can do, you can order. You'll be able to order soon. Um, Huge. There'll be some deli- other delivery services too with the carrying our stuff but mainly once once we once that infrastructure is laid out and set up then it's all in-house really that's the goal 100%. that's the dream in it for everyone i suppose absolutely you don't want to Vertically be paying integrated uh, no you need in-house so that you can have control over the quality exactly and the creative process i mean it's the most if, important in the time frames exactly oh my god that's the issue multiple things yeah, yeah i mean like oh but i also i just want to reiterate the point that like i i talked to a lot of investors bro that are so far off from knowing the culture and from actually street level of knowing like you're in there calling plays like biscotti's not doing well. People aren't smoking it right now. Pull it out of the garden. Mm-hmm. They're in there. Like what clones are available for next run? And it's yeah. straight. I mean, it, it is, there's such a gap there that these guys need people. They need tastemakers like you, like I, like some of the, like, like Pat gods, like some of these people and they're so far off. You guys, I, I know you don't, stay around those guys. So you don't see it as much as I do. I'm going to be honest. I talked to a lot of investors. I've been courted by oh, outsiders. Yeah. They are so far oh, removed from what you're talking about. Yep. They, they, they don't, they need someone in that position and they don't even, they're so far off. They don't even know they need someone in that position, right? A well, tastemaker, a leader. We, we spoke to, uh, we spoke to Joa episode 22. Okay. And, uh, he, he was saying, and he was saying he compared it to skateboarding. You can't buy into the culture. Uh, it's like I could put Snoop on Snoop Dogg on a bag. If the weed is shit, it it won't sell. Doesn't matter. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like I think that that's what's lacking. Like even I just linked up with a homie that came from Michigan that came and talked to me and stuff. Uh, that that's in a group that I have together, and and he's showing me things, and I'm just letting him know, like, look, you know, who are you focused on? You know, and a lot of people aren't focused on the culture because the culture lives within the youth. They're focused on the numbers. They're numbers, guys. Mm-hmm. But those numbers aren't adding up anymore. Yeah. That's the issue. You know, <laughs> you know what saying? to do. You need, you need a consultant. Hit my DM. <laughs> Damn, you're for hire? You know. Hold up. Money talks. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> Same with, yeah, right. Let's Money or percentages <laughs> on the right business. But it Let's just talk. shows you, though, you got to have equity that equity if you believe in yeah, it. You know exactly. what I mean? The dreams to be, uh, was it? To be, uh, to be sold, not told. 
Yeah, they you dig? <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Hey. But it's real, bro. And it's and it's real to touch the streets and know the moves. Like you're saying, Biscotti, I, I realize that, bro. I, there's that you're speaking to something that a lot of people aren't going to understand, but it's knowing the culture so well, much that, that are you see hand, the yeah. moves happening as they're happening. Of people course. that are hands on are going to know right away. And that's the core fan base of this. Mm-hmm. Yep. As we keep building it up, it'll, it'll, it'll sprawl more out. But I think like the biggest thing we're dealing with is like mass consumer confusion. Yeah. They think they're getting something. It's really not that. Yep. Um, or, you know, they've been fooled into thinking, this is this is the best, you know, and it's like, how would you know if you haven't been anywhere else? Like, how would you know if your town has the best food if you've never been to any other town? Yeah, boom. Exactly. And the thing that I got to give you mad props and credit on is that the whole Euro series was just you feeding me layups. Yeah, literally because who to talk to it yeah. wasn't that you like there weren't many people. There's not many people to talk to. No, but you directing me straight to the people like yeah. these are the guys quality and, over quantity yeah, and yeah. At, at a sense though it was like they welcomed me in like family and i was like wow man he like i can tell you live there because yeah. you spend a lot of time with these people like you yeah. had you got you got real deep relationships with like sure. all these people that you had linked sure, me with sure. and i was just like man like you know you realize why you have such good perspective and the things that you're seeing and the things that you know, like, oh, the patterns you're able to predict now when things are rolling out or things are coming together and you know, like, oh, they're going to be on this. This is what's next right here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What do you think the next wave in weed is like if, not saying Tenko, but just weed, right? But we've kind of called it. Yeah. yeah. And just like the next flavors. Yeah, flavors. You got any, any thoughts on that? Like um, where it's going? I think right now it's. Z any Z hybrids, I think that's been a been a thing for a minute. Yep. Um, like runs, we see that yeah. a bunch of different stuff. Um, Rainbow belts. Shout out to Ray Obama. Yep, yeah. Ray Obama. But it is it's it's a bunch of Skittles crosses, but they lean more towards the purple side and and still have a sweet. Yeah, I've been, you know I said this the other day. I'm really need something new, something brand new that that Me too, man. never tasted. I think we had the fruit. And we had the gas, yes, yeah. And right, I think we need them both now. I think we yeah. need something I mean, that's, that's gassy and then also sweet. I'm going through a bunch of sherbanger seeds right now, um, which is the sunset sherbet times headbanger. I'm smoking it now, actually. Um, props to those that camp. Um, but I'm excited to find some keepers out of that because that they're both sunset sherbet to me was my first like exotic purple exotic that I liked because before that I never liked purple strains for some reason they just never really did it for me um but it was like the sherb was the real sherb was it and that times headbanger that's what made you like that time sour head like headbanger from karma that that that's just the the two alone just about finding the right pheno at that point something that's a balance that represents both I'm not gonna lie to you there's we have so many new seeds right now that that have been bred for us for this project that we're excited to go through a lot, a lot of strains that are just crossed over back crossed, you know? And I can't wait to see your influence coming in from back home, right? The cheeses, the sours, all this stuff that I think yeah. a lot of us aren't, aren't as familiar with, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, uh, I'm bringing, you know, we got that too. We got the, sh- the cheese here too. Um, Ooh. We're going to run with that. The um, real, uh, real one. The real one. Hope, wow. I mean, 
there's hope. So I'm yeah. sure you can get to it. We it's haven't out tested there, it yet. Right? We're about to. Yeah, I mean, it's available. It's still, there's some old, old school guys that still have the original mums. That was the seeds I bought when we were in Amsterdam. Me and Pat Gods, when we went to Amsterdam, I, I think I spent like a thousand dollars, thousand euros on just cheese seeds. Really? Yeah. About five different versions. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, I mean, yeah, we used to be able to get them in like cone form back in the day in, in the UK. They were easily available, but it just, the, it might, that market crashed. No one wanted it anymore. And people wanted, I think lemon haze, super lemon haze came around and then kind of pushed it to the side. Yeah, like it was amnesia. Amnesia was a lot of amnesia over there in the, in the hall. Yeah. I think Holland. they stopped then, right? It got like real strict then. So then whatever they were, what whatever version they were on at that point, that's basically what they got. Yeah. So they were in this weird haze phase. We're not weird. It's great phase. But the amnesia one is not my favorite of the hazes, to be dead honest. But I feel like they were in that phase and then they got hella strict. So whatever clones you're running right then, that's what you got. Right. So it doesn't progress much. So now 10 years later, they're still running the same shit. You know, a lot of them. It's, um, I don't know how true this is, uh, but I've been told by like real old school growers that um, the reason why am- uh, amnesia is so predominant in Amsterdam and Europe is because it doesn't get PM. Oh, interesting. It's like the purple punch of yeah. Europe. Yeah. yeah. And she doesn't Except have. Except for it goes 85, 90 days, right? Yeah. And it doesn't uh, have any issues and it can just be, you know, thrown in any type of hell. environment. Runs. That would make a lot of sense. That's bro. why. That's and why. that's why there's ice cream cakes still around. <laughs> yeah. Nah, but I actually just, uh, I just transplanted uh, the original Cuban Black Haze clone in my garden uh, yesterday. That's uh, uh, yeah, you know, it is. It's real. And then an also grapefruit chem. Chem dog times the original grapefruit. Nice, so I nice. thought you'd get appreciate for yeah, I'm I'm gonna start doing some hazes. Yeah, no, fire. I, I miss like the old school Neville's hazes and that we used to get. We got to enjoy some of that with karma. Yeah. yeah. Super super fire. I want a head stash jar for us. Yeah, we, we rolled up the green spoon. We rolled no. up a, we rolled up a worm. Yeah, I see it. Awesome. You brought some old school hash. Yeah. They said this, you think that could get big, right? So like right now we got worms, but they're with hash rosin, right? So yeah. you're talking, it's like 150 to $200 joint. Yeah. What if we did hash, but it's bubble, right? And yeah. like how, cause we were enjoying the bubble as a worm, right? Yeah. And it's a way cheaper was, version for the end consumer. The could was, be big, man. That could be like a real big thing out here. I feel like, cause with all these farms in Humboldt, you could make bubble and create a really good split. Uh, I guess it wouldn't be a split. It's a donut. Yeah. And it's way cheaper than 200, 200. I mean, cause the head to the rosin. I mean, we were loving them. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting, man. It's just a, it's a different take on it. Right. Yeah. And it's that full spectrum high. You know? Exactly. It's, it's a different high. More couch looking for sure. There's a product right there for somebody. I mean, hitting the market. That shit hit me. The donut wave is crazy. Big up Bobby Trill for creating the donut because he's the originator. I know you, you laid that down and told us the first time and, and we didn't know that huge shout out. Bobby Trill trilogy. Seven ten is the creator of the donut. Yeah. Facts. That's, I mean, Bobby Trill. We used to smoke. You know, it's crazy. We just spoke to him Mm. episode and, uh, he, he didn't claim he the fame. He that. did not claim the fame. Of course, my man didn't. <laughs> He's humble. I was just with him on the strip smoking. 
And uh, shout out to my guy, man, for real. That's brother for real. Let's just show you rolled up a worm, stuck it in a joint, rolled it around it, and then you can see and, that and thing you know burning. What, and you know what? There's many brands and many names and many, many different versions now, and and they're all fire, like straight up. And 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 it's true. It's like if you're if you haven't smoked a donut or you're not smoking donuts in 2021, then you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. Very yeah. true. I don't know if you're really smoking. Very true. It's like the hash hole, all oh, that shit, it's like everything. If you're a dabber, especially too, because like as me coming from dabber, I love flower joints, but that's like flower joint. But I also, you know, you're used to that potency of the dab, you know, yeah. so you got to get, you know, that experience. It's all about the plant. Yeah. That's and, 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 and then, and yeah. Passionate to the plant. I love yeah. that, bro. 100%. Yeah, it's great. I don't know anything great to the young guys, people just starting, people you know starting their brands up right now that want to hop in the game, that you know are inspired by you. You inspire a lot of people, man. Yeah, just believe in you, just believe in yourself, and it. That's the main thing. If you don't believe in yourself, no one's gonna believe you. But you just gotta work very hard and uh, keep keep pushing in the direction you 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 where, where you want to get to. Just keep going that way. To have a vision, believe in you yourself, need a vision, and have a vision for sure, and uh, have a good team. Build, build. You, you know, you can build your. It might take you five, ten, fifteen years, but you know, you have to f- filter people. You have to filter them out. You have to select which ones you're going to take with you, and that's the key to this journey. Hundred percent. Big word from the OG. Straight up, man. Big game, the Tenko. We appreciate you, Big Ten, for real. Blessing us with this one. Thank you for having me, man. Straight up. This wasn't easy to get. We were going to drop episode 10. It's episode 27. Um, And, uh, you you know, took us some time, but we got it. Yeah. We appreciate you coming up here, man. And we're looking forward to the opening. When this drops, I think you'll be right around the corner from opening. We'll definitely be out there with the cameras. Yeah, and for sure. Man. And we, we, personally, up. we personally enjoy your flowers, bro. I'm going to oh, be honest. Like, you know, we, we love smoking your yeah, flowers. So that's it. what I'm smoking. It's what I'm fucking with. We love it, bro. We love 100%. the whole movement. And, and, and we, all, we all have our phases and, and waves. And uh, I'm ready for something new, too. I'm, yeah. I'm right there with you where it's just Coming. like, damn, we're all ready for the new. You know what I mean? It's Straight coming. up. So. You already know it's first smoke of the day wrapping up episode 27 the 10 code black leaf black ashes keep it 10 let's go keep it 10